Welcome to Testers and Jesters, the show where two friends roleplay and explore in Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we test out ideas we'll probably never publish. This week, The Crimes of Wallhaven. I'm excited. Very, very excited. So yeah, we're testing out Crime Generation. I have a bunch of complicated charts in front of me with things like crime, borough, uh, location of the crime, motive, motive, motive. There's three different motive charts. Murder weapon. I have a list of every single person in the city that has been generated, including blank names that haven't been finished. A list of every single group in the city. I got a list of every single name in order with no context. We can do this, I believe. We're going to generate a crime, and then you're going to investigate that crime, and then we're going to generate another crime, and continually until a story has happened. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So tell me about your character. Who is he? Don't be super hyper-detailed and explain everything, but just tell me enough for me to know, because I don't know anything, really. All I know is he's a hobgoblin. Yes. So I will be playing a hobgoblin rogue inquisitor. His name is Korik. He used to be a part of Kain's army, serving as a spy. Once Kain's army was dissolved, he took up work as an investigator. Good. He's a cop on the streets, the mean streets of Wallhaven. A city that sucks, but is also cool at the same time. The city of Wallhaven is a city latent with crime. It's a horrible cesspool of lizard folk, kobold, dragonborn, traveling lost humans, and a lot of angry and somewhat racist people. The city is filled of all different groups of people all living together in the middle of an incredibly humid swamp that everyone hates. It's very cold and hot at the same time, and it's very wet in general. Moist. Yeah, it's the moistest place you'll ever be. Imagine <laughs> Florida. That's what it is. We used to say that this city is New Orleans. No, it's Florida. It's just been downgrading. It's, yeah, I mean, it is kind of New Orleans, but it's also kind of Florida. It's kind of a mix, you know? Speaking of uh, New Orleans, I've been adding some more, like, lore. It's, like, small part lore Ooh. for the Azure Swamps, by the way. Oh, yeah? Like, in my recent uh, pitches, I wrote how, you know how, like, this is literally how it happened. I was having Tabasco with my eggs, and Tabasco is made in Louisiana with Louisiana hot peppers, and then I was like, dragon peppers. Oh my god, yes. So, there are dragon peppers, which is a rare and spicy pepper grown only in the Azure Swamps. It's a delicacy to the Saurian races of the area, and is used yes. in their cuisine, and also as a flavor enhancer when turned into hot sauce, and also Gesh now has a bottle of dragon pepper sauce. Hell yeah! Pepper. Hot sauce city. Yes. Oh man. That's the kind of shit we get up to when we're writing. I feel like I could do a whole podcast of us just catching up. Like, the, it'd just be us talking about the world. There's so much shit that we talk about with this universe that no one will ever see. One day I might actually publish this thing. Who knows? I, it, the thing that's crazy about it is it's not designed to be for any specific edition, so we could fucking publish this for D&D &D 8th edition if we had to. It's just a world, you know? It could be a video game world, it could be anything, but it's we've just built a world together, you know? And if it doesn't become anything, that's fine. It's our world, you know? But, yeah. Anyway, so the city of Wallhaven, it's a crime-filled city. Basically a mix between New Orleans and Miami. It's rickety, it's dirty, it's wet, windy, 
It's filled with docks out in the middle of the ocean and small little towns peppered in the in the swamp. And it's basically five towns that united together to become one city during a very vicious conflict. But yeah, the, the city has been basically fucked up a bunch until eventually they united and became Wallhaven. They're named after a big elven wall that's ruins of an elven wall that are kind of sitting in the middle of all these towns. And it's called Wallhaven because that was the town that lived there. And then when they all merged, they just became the metropolis of Wallhaven. Yes. Five boroughs that are each their own little town with their own lore and depth as big as Fort Penn was in the last one we did. Each one of these is their own town that all mix together into a big city, which is how cities actually work. And most of D&D never does that shit. They just say, hey, here's a town, but it's extra big and it has walls. And that's all they fucking say. They say, like, here's the poor district. Here's the rich. And here's the here's the middle class. And that's it. I do that too, but I do more. Alright, I have a crime, and I have a motive too, a very complicated motive. Fuck, I don't even know how you do that. Fuck, let me try to figure out how this works. I'm gonna write it out. This guy did this thing to this person. This is what we generated. This guy did this thing to this person with this weapon involved, and he did it because of these three reasons. And the place where we find out about all of this is at the Bank of Westcliff. Ooh. This is a high-profile case at the Bank of Westcliff. You have been brought in to deal Dick. with the criminals that have been working afoot. Okay, we have a crime. We're ready to go. All right, are you ready? Here we go. Korok the Hobgoblin was once a servant of Kine, the Hobgoblin terrorist and king who ruled over an entire mountain of Hobgoblins. He ruled with an iron fist, and you were a spy for him. You worked your ass off to climb your way up, and eventually he was toppled by the mighty King Geshgar, who annihilated him with his armies and drove him away and his people away. Now you are free of your servitude, and you have chosen to do good with your life and no longer spy on people. Instead, you use your inquisitive mind of a roguish nature to go around solving crimes. You've worked your way up, and you are now a detective in the Wallhaven PD. You're very proud of yourself being in the first ever police department in the world, and you feel strong and capable. You have been sent to the rich neighborhood of the city, to the most expensive bank in the entire country, the Bank of Westcliff. You are now inside the bank, and there are cops all around, cordoning off the area. What do you do? I'm going to carry myself with pride as I stroll down the road. You're strolling into work, you're walking past the guards, you show them your badge. You're very proud of this badge, Detective Korig, Wallhaven PD. They let you in, you walk into the room, and you see on the ground blood. There is blood everywhere. Oh, shit. There's blood on the walls, there's blood on the ground, and there's a trail of it. In front of you is a bunch of lines. The bank has a massive vault in the back, and in the front are big glass windows on either side with little rooms behind them where tellers stand to deliver stuff to people. It's a very nice, fancy building. And you have come in through the front door. There are little sconces all over the room. Those little metal things with the little wire rope next to them, the little 
fabric. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Like for the dividers. For yeah, the, lines the dividers for lines, and there is a divider line going through the entire place. It's a bank. It looks just like any ordinary bank. It is very fancy, marble everywhere. It looks very expensive. When you walk in, you immediately notice blood everywhere. Shit. So I'm I'm assuming this is like all roped off, and I'm just like. Yes, the outside was closed off. Yes, and there are cops guarding the outside and the inside of the bank. And something has happened here, and you see blood and gu- blood everywhere. No guts, just blood. No body, just blood. There are other cops in there, including your superior officer, and uh, I assume you'd have a partner, so let me generate you a partner. Detective Watsik Kolbo. He's a kobold. His name is Kolbo, the kobold. Detective Kolbo. He's a kobold. He's your partner. How do you feel about this man? Do you like him or do you hate him? I want to roll. Yeah. He's a rookie. I don't like him. Okay. You hate Kobo. He just joined in. You also, he's a fucking kobold. So you don't, you think he's a fucking idiot, you know, racism. I'm just like, oh boy. Yeah. You're like this little weak little dragon baby. He's my fucking partner. So he's been, you've been partnered together for a while and you walk in on the scene and you're waiting, looking at the blood. And then he walks in his shirt untied slightly, like kind of off. And he's like late. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck. He would just throw himself into the blood. I'm like, you idiot. You're yeah. tampering with the Yeah, evidence. he just stepped on the blood. He slipped in it a little bit. And he's like, fuck, you... I'm sorry. I was, I'm, a, I'm a detective, damn it. <laughs> I love him. Cork's just like, uh, just cringe. Yeah, so you call him, you can call him whatever you want, but his name is Detective Watsik Kolbo, his, or Detective Kolbo is what it says on his badge. Uh-huh. Detective Kolbo here, and then your boss walks in. He's a black dragonborn. Mm-hmm. He walks in. Captain Corrosive. Kolbo stops stepping on the blood again. How do you feel about this scene? So you see in front of you as you're looking around the evidence. I want you to make an investigation check. All right. I forgot to give myself proficiency in investigation. I <laughs> put everything in insight, but that's a 14. You know what? That means you're good at, with people, but you're not so good with the evidence. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Kobo sees. Kobo got a four, obviously. He's like, it's blood. I slipped in it. Yeah, he really does suck. The, the captain got a fucking 18, so he knows he knows what's up. He looks at you and he says, um, okay, so what do you think? And you look around the crime scene and you see blood everywhere. There's blood on the windows, like on the glass, and blood on the ceiling. It seems like it flew all around the room. But there isn't a body. So from what you can tell, this isn't normal. A robbery wouldn't have blood all over the main, you know, entryway where people are waiting. It would have blood in the, the area where the tellers are, you know? It seems mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Uh, what do so you do? The blood, the blood on the floor is from basically cu- uh, customers. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it seems like anyway. Interesting. So yeah, detective looks at you and goes, "What do you think?" I would say, "Are there any witnesses?" He says, "Yes, we have them all uh, back here. They're right outside the crime scene, right in the. We have them in the waiting area in the by by the vault." Uh, I'll talk to them later. First, I want to keep assessing the okay. yes crime scene. Uh, the crime scene. Okay. I want to notice that there's anything out of place, like maybe like because right now, from what I'm seeing with the map, it looks like that. What do you call it? Like the line divider or whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna check and see, like. Is the line divider know? messed up? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, like was this a sloppy kill? Yes. And that's a ten. Okay. So you're looking around. You're like, ooh, what's wrong with the dividers? You're looking at the dividers, and they seem fine. Like perfectly fine like nobody even touched them but there's blood in front and behind it this is this looks like somebody like got stabbed and was like wobbling around but was way too careful with the line yeah like that would not normally happen 
Yeah, Kobo walks up and he gets an 18 and he says, uh, he actually says something smart. Yeah, this this isn't a normal weapon. I think, I don't think they went all over this place. I think the blood was flung. Hmm. It feels like this blood is like all over the place, you know? Because like, why would there be blood on the ceiling if somebody got stabbed? And why is there no body? Yeah. Doesn't make any That's... sense. There's blood all over the teller windows too. Okay, so maybe it's a cover. I'm gonna keep digging deeper. Has there been a, a body found? Has anyone been checked into a hospital with wounds that could, Ooh. you know, blood loss? The captain looks at you and he says, uh, there is no body. It's very strange. But, you know, I just love watching you guys work. I'm not going to give you everything immediately. I, you know, I want to see what you come up with because that's how detective works, you know? You might find something without all the information that I didn't think about. And then when I combine it, oh, man, we got something. But uh, mm. as for hospitals and, and you know medicine and stuff there isn't a lot from what i've heard but i mean we would it would have been reported wounds like this we would have heard a call and we haven't gotten any calls about blood loss like not like this much blood there's a lot of blood how recent was this crime my reason what being is because i'm considering investigation investigating alleyways to see if someone's like bleeding out like maybe perhaps this is just my my thought someone tried to commit a different crime got caught, got into an altercation, got stabbed, and tried to slip out, and that they could be dying in a ditch somewhere. Okay. It is 3 okay. p.m. right now for you, and this has been sometime recently, probably in the morning. But seeing as this happened publicly, the detective, the captain, looks at you and he says, uh, this happened at 9.30, uh, 9.30 a.m. It's very recent. We have a few witnesses in the back, but... Someone came in and fucked this place up. I just wanted to know if you could figure it out before I tell you. Okay. Um, I guess I will roll another investigation check to see if yeah. there's anything else I can find with this crime scene. Okay. God damn it. Kobold! <laughs> Do you see anything with your special eyes? Special beady eyes? He says, I see blood. I see a lot of blood. Yeah, thanks, obvious. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't know, man. They didn't touch the wires. That's the one thing that I'm like, what the fuck happened here? And there's, we should just talk to the witnesses at this point. Like, I feel like they, they know more than we do at this point. That's what he said. But you can look again if you want to look one more time in the blood to see if you can find any other evidence. Maybe, okay. Then what I want to look at is, like, I'm going to try and investigate the way the blood is splayed out on the floor. Yep. Like, was this from, like, an open wound? Was this from, yep. you know... Was this Good. just throwing across the room as a distraction? Yeah. You know. All right. Yeah. Roll uh, investigation with advantage on that one. Okay. Thank God you gave me advantage. And you know what? I'll allow you to use oh, insight oh. because this is insight. You're you're inferring okay. how. Detect motive. Yeah. I love how the second you let me detect motive or insight, it's twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> it, it went from a thirteen to a twenty six like immediately. Yep. I'm like, I'm a people person. I know how people work. Okay. This is not how a person does this. You can tell more about the person from this because you did detect motive. And guess what? I got three motives, baby. Ooh. So you're looking around and you're like, whoever did this was obsessed. Whoever did this was very obsessed. And it, you're, you're kind of holding out your, your weapon, your, your like tool, whatever you have as a weapon. You, you said you had a flame tongue rapier, right? Yes. So you're holding out your rapier and you're kind of swinging it like a weapon. You, you realize it's not a sword of some kind. It's spreading blood all over way differently than normal. And this blood seems to be coming from some kind of force hitting someone. And as you look at the blood, you tend to realize that it's actually coming from the corner. 
They got slammed against the wall. Yeah, you can see some blood on the wall, and you realize somebody was obsessed with hurting this person, and they were beating them repeatedly with something, and it's some kind of bludgeoning weapon based on the way the blood is hitting the ground. Okay. And it went all over the room, including on the ceiling in so the corner. someone using a bludgeoning weapon slammed a victim against the wall, probably crushing them. Interesting. So the blood splattering everywhere is from the basically the bone shattering. Yeah. Actually, when you look closer, you do see little bits of bone on the ground, just small bits. I'm going to say that I definitely have, like, investigator gloves. Yep. Like, with my gloves, I, like, pick it up, one of the bone shards, and I'm going to add that to my inventory. I'm going to say, like, victim's bone shard. Kolb looks at you. I think I figured out the weapon. Really? Yeah. You think I'm such an idiot, but I think I figured out the weapon. Hey, I'm a kobold, man. We know weapons. Yeah, you are very, a bit creative with your weapons. Yeah. Now. What makes you think it is? I think it was a flail. Ooh. It's a bludgeoning weapon, and it swings blood all over the place. That's why there's blood on the ceiling. Somebody flailed somebody in the corner until they passed out, and then they dragged them somewhere. Or they took them somewhere. They must have picked them up. They must be pretty light. Interesting. But I think it was a flail. And then the captain looks at both of you, and he's like, Wow, you guys are the best. You guys are really good detectives. I'm glad I have you on the force. Even you, Cole. And he kind of gives him a little shoulder punch and Cole was like ow you're giant dude don't be punching your fellow officers and he's like sorry you know I get carried away do you guys want to talk to the witnesses now okay he leads you into the back and as he's walking back he says yeah so the basic report we've heard is that somebody came in here with a flail just beat the shit out of one of the people at the tellers I wanted to see if you guys had what it took to understand you know I, I, I did a little experiment you know and you kind of think like this dude's wasting time like he could have just told you that but he didn't, you know, because mm. he's he, he's really into this kind of stuff. But he says, uh, all right, here we go. And you walk in the room and you see 12 people. Oh, that's a lot of people. Yeah. So what do you want to do with this? There is the entire bank staff. So the security, the people who work at the bank, and then a couple of random people who were at the bank. Okay. My first question, do any of the bank staff, can any of them use magic? So first I want to roll insight to see if I can pick out any of them use magic. Okay. 22. Okay. One of the security guards, the head of security, knows a little bit of magic. He seems like an Eldridge Knight type. Three of the, the guests, the ones that aren't the staff, are all lizard folk. Okay. One of them you actually recognize from the papers. He's like a famous uh, shaman. Oh, cool. And you see a guy... <laughs> with a lot of magical stuff on him. He's, like, dressed up in, like, a magic robe and shit. And then you see a, uh, a normal-looking lizard folk guy. Okay. What I want to ask is, whoever works for the bank and knows magic, did they have a scrying sensor on the bank so that, I could, that they could show me the recording of what happened? Yes. Genius. Was there an arcane eye watching? Yes. Uh, That's the, all I'm basically saying. Yeah. Was someone recording this? You can walk up the to the footage? head of security and you say, can I see the footage? And he says, yeah, we got footage. I got footage of the event happening, actually. We have four arcane eyes on the outside, and then we got three in each room. Nice. So we got, like, every angle of this thing. So, yeah, you can go look at the footage, or you can talk to the three lizard folk that were in the lobby. You walk into the security office, and there is a pool of liquid in the middle. Uh, and when you look in the pool of liquid, it displays the, what is in the arcane eyes. A lobby, the same lobby that you were in, but without the blood. And there are a bunch, there are four lizard folk in the building. Okay. There's a shaman, there's a man in robes, there's a regular looking man, and then there is a lizard folk woman in there. Mm. 
and they're yeah. all kind of in separate areas kind of working they came i guess they came together in the morning from the lizardfolk reservation as far as you can tell they came up here to go investigate the bank they seem to have all come together and there is another person that walks in they're completely covered head to toe in all black and their face is covered and they're holding a flail and they look very intimidating and they intimidate the shit out of these people and they they seem to step slowly as they walk towards them and they walk towards the woman and they keep hitting her with the flail until she runs into the corner and falls unconscious and they pick her up and they leave okay interesting yes um are can i roll investigation to see if i can make out like the shape or race of uh the culprit uh yeah sure roll um insight for that one okay it was a 15 with investigation but with okay inside it's an at one but but you can't figure out who he is based on what he's wearing or her okay. you can't even tell sex i mean it, yeah. it looks a pretty buff person but uh yeah you're not quite sure who that is but um what you can tell with your investigation check is you kind of move the footage around and you can see she was with those three people and they didn't do anything to stop this they just kind of backed up and let this guy hit the shit out of her and take her out. They all seem really shocked, but they're not reacting, like, to stop it. And then after she gets pulled out, you see the security run in, and the guy's already gone. Like, oh. it happened in, like, 12 seconds. Okay. He seemed to have hit her, let's say, he hit her six times with a flail in 12 seconds and then left. Mm. So I'm this is actually using D&D mechanics, because you know how many attacks a guy can do in a round based on yes. his class. So when he came in, he walked in, he walked up to her, he hit her two times, then she backed up into the corner and tried to run. He got an opportunity attack, he did a third attack, and then he hit her two more times. That's the amount of hits. Okay, so he's not a fighter. But he came in and he, 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 he hit her with a, with a flail a bunch, and then he pulled her okay. out. What did the flail look like? It's a wooden stick that's hand-carved, and it has a metal chain that uh, is, is silvery. It looks very expensive. And then on the ends, it has uh, sharp blades sticking out, like okay. spikes. Ooh. So you know what the murder weapon is and what it looks like now. Or maybe not the murder weapon. You know the weapon involved, because that's what I should call it. I shouldn't call it murder weapon. I would write to roll investigation again. Actually, you know what? Can I, I'm going to roll Arcana to see if it's magical. Okay. Natural 19, so that's a 22. So is the murder weapon a magical Okay, as you look at the murder weapon, it doesn't seem magical at all. He doesn't seem to be using any spells. But you can tell those two guys that are standing in the corner, they are magic men, and they're not doing any spells. So they're not stopping. Yeah, they're not stopping this. They're looking shocked. You can see the normal-looking guy. He actually is, like, getting a weapon out and going to try to stop the guy, but he doesn't make it in time because hmm. he's all the way across the room. Like, he hits the guy in the back a little bit, actually, but it's not really enough. Interesting. Okay. This is what you know so far. A man dressed in all black came in, hit this woman with a flail twice. She ran away. He hit her with an opportunity, and then he hit her two more times, and she fell down unconscious. He picked her up, and he left. While he was hitting her the second time, this one lizardfolk man ran out with a club and tried to hit him, and it didn't really hit. He missed. And the two wizardy guys just kind of sat there, scared, and they left. Interesting. Is there any audio to the scrying sensor? Uh, actually, you know, I'll play. I'll, I'll recreate it right now. Oh, um, what are you getting? You getting any? You gonna get anything from the bank? And he's like, yeah, I'll get something. 
And the other guy's like, what about you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get some. I, 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 got, I, I, got, I got an account here. And then the woman talks, and she's like, you know, I'm glad you guys uh, helped me get here. Because uh, I never like going to the city. It seems pretty dangerous. And as she says that, door kicks open. You see a man run in, like a person run in, in all black. And then they pull out a flail. And she's like, oh, fuck. And then she runs. You hear, the two wizards are like, and they back up. And then the one guy runs up. He's like, stop. And he tries to hit him with the club. And then in the chaos, the guy just kind of grabs her and leaves. And she's unconscious. And then you hear the security screaming, like, get him. And it doesn't work. That's That's where the footage stops. Yeah. I mean, the footage keeps going, but it's just, you know, security walking around. Are there any arcane eyes that are shown, like, the outside of the bank? Ooh, good. Because I need to know what direction he took off. Yep, they say we have one on the front, right at the door, where people come in so we know who's coming in. Okay. So you see the security footage of the front of the bank, still wearing a mask. It's a black silk rag, like, you can't see anything under it. It's just, like, a full-on executioner hood, almost. And... They're wearing all black, black leather. They're looking at the, at the camera. And they kind of walk in, and then you hear the scuffle. They walk out, and they're holding her over his shoulder, and he heads to the left around the bank up north. And he seems okay. to be running through the alleyways, and nobody, see, nobody knows what's happening, so he just kind of gets away with her. So he threw her over his shoulder and then ran away from the bank to the left, up north. And that's all you know. And ran off into the night. So yeah. You still have three witnesses, and they were here with her, as far as you can tell. Okay. People that are still with us, they didn't pursue him. They got scared? Um, yeah, so basically the security came in, and you see they ran into the room, looked around, and then one of the security guards did chase after him, but he was already out of the door and turned before they got out there, so they didn't know which way he went. Okay. So they, they just uh, couldn't find him. Okay. It was so fast, because uh, you know, it was 12 seconds. They ran, he ran in, hit her, pulled her, ran. Okay. I want to interview the two lizard folk that did not intervene. Do you want a private room with them, or do you want to do it in front of everybody? I'll take them into a private room. Okay, you take them into a back room, a teller area or something, or some closet, some small room that they have for, like, meetings or something. I formally introduce myself, and I say hi. Uh, Detective Korik, I'm here investigating this crime scene. Yes, and this guy's in Kolb's standing next to me. He goes, I'm Detective Kolb. I am also here investigating. Don't forget about me. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I tell them, I say, you know, I looked at the footage. It's a pretty gruesome scene. Um, this woman that was attacked, she was a friend of yours or a family member. All right. So which one are you talking to? Uh, the shaman or the wonder shop, shop guy? I'll say that's what they are. Okay. The you shaman, can tell. Though. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking to the shaman. Is she, what did you say to her? What did you ask? I said, so I said, this woman. You know, was your friend or your family? Like, how is this woman in any relation to you? Or relationship to you? Because she said if it wasn't for you guys, she wouldn't be here. Uh, he says, uh, oh, um, Zancha came with me uh, and my friends, my wealthy friends. We came to get money from the bank. We were talking about it back up the, the reservation. And uh, she's a bartender at the same bar that the chef works at. So we brought her along because she was overhearing us talk about how uh, how we were coming to the bank. And for okay. us, you know, the bank, the human place, I don't know, you know, it's shady. Humans don't like us. There's a lot of tension between us and the, and the humans. So we wanted to be, you know, we didn't want her to come out here all alone. And we were actually opening an account for her. 
She hadn't been here before. Interesting. So she's just a friend. Yeah. Well, I don't even really know her. She's she's the chef's friend. Me and my friend, uh, the owner of the Wonder Shop, by the way. We're just very important people, and we have a lot of money, and we wanted to come to the bank and show off all of our cool money. And, uh, you know. I want to roll Insight right now. That's a 16. Just to see, if, like, okay. you know, if there's anything that he's not yeah. being truthful about. I'm, I'm listening to his uh, the way he speaks. He seems very full of himself. He seems like he thinks he's very important. And you remember him from the papers. He is important. He's a high-ranking guy in the Shamans. When he talks about the Wonder Shop guy, his friend, that's true. When he says, you know, we were trying to show off our money, you can kind of tell that maybe they were trying to sleep with this woman. They were trying to, like, you know, show how cool they are with all their money, you know? Yeah, they were trying to, like, be like, what's up, baby? I'm yeah, rich. they were flexing. They were like, hey, you don't have yeah. a bank account? You can kind of, in your mind, you kind of recreate the conversation in your mind, and you're like, oh, they, they mentioned their bank accounts, and she overheard, and they were like, hey, you want a bank account? And they brought her here. Gotcha. You get all of that from his line. So you can tell him and his friend, the magic-y guys, were trying to get laid. Mm. And uh, they, the chef knew her. And that's all you really know from that. Anything else you want to ask? Interesting. So, so she's the chef's friend. So I'm going to ask him. I'm going to be like, yep. okay. Cut okay. to you slamming on the desk. You're looking at the chef. Yeah, I look at the chef and I'm just like, so you work with her. You guys would consider each other friends. Maybe close. Uh, yeah, she's a friend of, of, you know, the, the bar. She's, she's pretty cool. We work at the Totem Cottage up in, um, Reservation. Uh, it's kind of a tourist trap for, you know, people traveling through. It's not, we don't get a lot of tourists, but that's where everybody goes. I mean, it's just kind of a nice bar for people to hang out in. But I cook at the bar. It also sells food. Okay. Yeah, and I'm she, gonna roll she works for, on right away. for me. Okay. Natural 20. Okay, you can tell this guy is actually really heartbroken because you remember him attacking the guy. Oh, yeah. So he was protecting her because he actually does care about her. So he oh. knew her. He, she works for him. He feels like he's in charge of her. Like he's, he's, he, he should have protected her. And these two magic assholes only gave, gave a shit about themselves and kind of backed away. Okay. I asked the chef then, I say, because she was a bartender at your tavern, would you can say that she's a pretty social butterfly? Like, she's a people person. So a lot of people would... I'm basically yeah. trying to dig at, like, would a lot of people know her? Uh, he says, yeah, a lot of people know... Like, everybody knows Zacha. She's, like, the best bartender there. Everybody everybody loves her. People are obsessed with her. Cork kind of, like, picks up on that. It's, like, obsessed. Also, mm -hmm. it's, she's got to have more than a personality. He, he really genuinely wants to help, so he's not going to, like, hide anything. Okay. So he says, uh, well, actually, there was some creepy guy following her lately. She, well, I mean, she there's is. been a lot of, she's had a lot of stalkers at the bar. It's pretty common. But it's, it's been a little weird the last couple of days. Some people have been coming by every once in a while. Hmm. I, I, I mean, I could show you more at the bar, I guess. But, uh, yeah, she was at the bar. She worked there. And some guys have been hassling her. But I don't really know their names. Uh, but they're all lizard folk guys. Sometimes we get other people, but they're not going to be stalkery with her. It's the regulars that get stalkery. Okay. So. Hmm. What was the last time you noticed that somebody was bothering her? Um. Actually, last night there was a guy. Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't realize it until now. But yeah, there was one of those guys. Yeah. The, the main one, actually. Pretty regularly shows up. He was there. I don't know his name. I think he... He probably gives a fake name or something, but 
Yeah, I don't know who he is. He, he looks kind of familiar, but I don't know. Would you say that that individual was the person that attacked Zod? Maybe. I mean, it does look... It could have been him. Yeah, probably. You know what? Yes. Like, he's he was he was trying to, like, connect that, and now he's decided, yes, it is that man. How do you know for certain? Like, did you see, like, uh, any clues that would give away his identity? No, I didn't see anything, but I'll just say that it couldn't, it couldn't have been anybody else I know. Like, I mean, I'm just connecting the dots here, you know, doing a little detective work of my own. And you can tell that, like, fuck, this guy officially has decided that it's this guy, even if he doesn't know. And he's like, yeah, I didn't really see any, any evidence as to it would be him, but... Who else would it be? You know, everybody loves her. Yeah. But I don't know. Anything else? Would you say that she's a bit of a sweet talker? Like, she likes making people feel good about themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's her thing. She's, she's, she listens to people, like, really listens. And people like her, but that gets her in a lot of trouble. And I tell her not to do it, but she does it anyway. It's a kind-hearted soul. And they, somebody, I guess, got really, really into her. Is she a sweet talker? Like, does she sweet talk you? Oh, okay. As you say that, he says, uh, I mean, I would never, I would, ne I, I would never be, uh, work, you know, be personal with my staff. I okay. would never do that. You know, I just care about her in a worker, um, you know, relationship. She works for me. I feel responsible for what just happened because I couldn't help her. Okay. So, so he's like, I would never do that to my own staff. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be like, you sound like you have feelings. Ooh, okay. Roll uh, Persuasion or Intimidation. One of those. That's fucking 12. Well, that makes sense, because you track people down. All right, with a 12, uh, he got a 2, so he looks at you and he's like, all right, fine, I care about her. I don't, we haven't, all right, fine. You know what? If you don't tell anybody. um, Yeah, me and Zacha were together. We were together. It's, I, you know, I'm the head chef. She's the head bartender. You get close, you know? Nothing like a coworker hookup. You know, she and I were together, and I invited her out here so that she could open a bank account. I don't. I didn't even really want to do this. The the shaman and and the wonder shop guy. I don't even really know them all that well. We're we're kind of cool because we both hang out at the shaman huts sometimes. But okay. I I don't know. I they they wanted to fucking schmooze and talk to her, but she was she was genuinely interested in getting a bank account here though. How serious were you? Well, we were pretty, I mean, we, I guess we were, we were pretty serious. I mean, we didn't really define it yet, but I feel like we were gonna soon. So, so you, you weren't official? No, nobody knew, as far as I can tell. I've been keeping it kind of secret. Okay. That's why the two okay. guys were trying to sleep with her, because, you know, they didn't know. Okay. And I didn't want to say anything. Think she's not sleeping with them. Oh, damn, dude. Uh, I'm sorry, like, and I'm just like, oh, you, had, you hooked up with her, but it wasn't official. So it yeah. sounds like she gets around. No, I just, we just didn't want to tell anybody because, you know, mm. we didn't want to change how people think about us. You know, if I, you know, because she got promoted a while back, so I didn't want to. You promoted her because. No, I didn't. I didn't do it because of that. I did it because she's good at her job. But people are going to think that it's because we were sleeping together. And that's why we didn't want to talk about it. And that's 26. Okay. Yeah. So Bro, you, you can tell he's not, he's not lying. He's, he basically promoted her because she's very, very good at talking to people. That's why there's someone who did this. She's, uh, very, she's a social person. She's social a very, very social butterfly. And he and her got together because they did like each other. But they worked together, okay. so they didn't want to tell anybody. And they were thinking about maybe starting to tell people. But, you know, he brought her here with these guys, and he didn't want to say, like, she's with, I'm with her. So he had to grit his teeth and 
as these two guys tried to talk her up while she, they go to the bank. With someone as social as her, do you think that she can keep her mouth shut about personal affairs? He said, uh, yes. She's very good at keeping secrets. She wouldn't have told anybody. Okay. He says, I really... But you two were never official. I guess when no. You were... not, not publicly, no. But we never really officially said we were together, but I, I feel like we were about to be there. Is she okay? Have you found her? Not yet. Mm, you're holding her fucking face bone in your pocket or whatever. Like, one of her bones in your pocket. I know. And it's like, is she fucking alive or not? That's a lot of blood. My assumption now is what happened was she slept around. She got serious with the chef, but the chef was, like, her anchor to, like, keep her... Keep her stable because that's her job and shit. So she wants to have a good relationship with her boss, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, she she fooled around, diddled around, and then you know she told somebody what she shouldn't have and said like, you know, I'm actually, you know, considering being official with this guy. You know, yeah. feelings get hurt. And then they, and well, this they guy did wants this. Revenge. Yeah. Yes. Good, good one. Kobo looks at you and he says, oh, "That's a very good theory, man. I have my own. Do you want to hear it or do you not care?" Just say it. Okay, I think someone was obsessed and compelled to kill her. I think I don't. I don't even think they wanted to kill her because they took her, right? So I think she's been kidnapped. Right. I think this is a kidnapping case, dude. Hmm. I don't know who did it. I don't know where she is now, but we need to find her because if we don't, something bad's gonna happen. I I need to do a little bit more digging before we go and find out where she is. Okay, I'm I'm with you 100, percent dude. Even though you fucking shit on me all day, I know it's because you care about me. I care about you enough to get the job done. <laughs> he got a 19, <laughs> so he knows exactly how you feel about him. He's like, okay, <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, okay, so who do you want to talk to next, or what else do you want to do around here? Okay, so now we know that this was most likely kidnapping. Yep. This is someone who may or may not have feelings for Zatra. Someone could be a regular, could not, yep. Yep. maybe not, but... Yeah. Uh, sweet, uh, sweet old miss or old gal. Yep. She, uh, she's a little too nice to the wrong person. Yeah. Like. Yep. And somebody got a little obsessed, as far as you can tell, with your very high insight. Someone was obsessed, and then they beat her with a flail and kidnapped her. So she's somewhere. But why physically assault her? That's yeah, what I'm trying to Yeah, that's the out. thing, right? Yeah. Because clearly, like, with the crime scene and everything, this man like wanted her barely alive, if yep. not dead. Yep. Cole, Cole, what do you think? Why would why would he nearly beat her to that? Just so he could kidnap her? Because mm. I feel like someone that was be obsessed with her would think you know think more smarter yeah. instead of just beating the life out of her. Cole is like something about this. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Cole is fucking actually a really good detective. <laughs> He's like, I think I think this is a fucking frame, dude. I think there's more no. going on here. Because, like, if you're obsessed with this girl and you want to be with her, you're not going to beat her with a fucking flail and drag her out. But if someone wanted her dead, hmm, something magic is going on around here. Something magic. There's another angle we don't know. There's a, there's some other motive beyond this. I think... No, Cole. I think this is someone who's just really obsessed with a very nice sweet talker that who may or may not be sleeping around with her... Her he guess. says, uh, "He says I think they're obsessed too, but I don't think it's for the reason you think. But whatever, agree to disagree. I think we should talk to more of the staff of the place where she works because we don't have no idea where she is. So we might as well learn more about who took her. Because if we understand them, we'll be able to find her. 
So I think we need to go to the totem cottage. Okay. That sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. So the captain walks in. He says, uh, do you have any leads on the investigation then? Uh, are you done with all the witnesses? Because we've gotten all their statements. Are you arresting anyone? Or are we sending them all home? Because it's been, it's, it's 1130 now. So I want Cold to interview some people and see if he can try and piece together his theory. And I'm going to sit back and watch because I'm just like, you know what? Let's see. Let's see if Cole can actually find something. Okay. Basically, I'm testing it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to test my yeah. my sidekick out. Yeah, you're basically my, uh... like, we're done here, but let's see if he can find something else. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, sure. He says, all right, Cole, who do you want to call? And he says, uh, I'd like to call that chef one more time. And he says, all right. And the chef walks in. I'm really good at playing by myself, by the way, because I've been doing it for 14 weeks. So <laughs> I'm really doing... good at playing with myself. Yeah, I'm really good at playing with myself in this, you know, two friends role playing. You get to watch me do it now. All right, here we go. <laughs> so he walks in and the head chef walks in. He sits down. He's like, I already talked to the other detective. What do you want? They're in a room privately and you're going to spy in. So your boss, the captain, casts a spell on the wall and you can like see through the wall. Hmm. Please. I'm like compiling notes, but I'm also watching at the same time. Yeah. So he, he looks at you and he looks at the guy and he says, um, yeah, so why, why are you talking to me? Who are you? And he says, hi, my name is Detective Cole. Detective Cole. You know, my friends call me Watsik. Wadi. It's nice to meet you, sir. I just had a few more questions about uh, Zacha. And he says, uh, I already told him everything. We were, what do you, what do you want? Is there anybody at your, at your job who's uh, magic related? Anybody who studies magic? Because I know you're hanging out with Wonder Shop and Shaman over there, so... You must know a lot of magic guys. Yeah, I know lots of magic guys. We, you know, we're lizard folk. We do all kinds of magic. Magic is part of our society, man. Interesting. So is there anybody else at the cottage who may have uh, been angry with you promoting her over them? And at this moment, how do you feel about your buddy who's not, he's not self-conscious anymore because he's not around you and the boss? He's, he's... He's doing his thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing with this guy because this is just somebody, you know, who he's investigating. So he's doing his job now. And you've never seen yeah. this before. I'm seeing him, like, actually, like, in the, in the limelight. Yeah. He lets me have the limelight. Yep, he does. He lets you do your shit, and then he thinks his own thing up, and he tries to, like, subtly put things down. And you're realizing a lot of your cases with him. Maybe he actually solved it and you didn't. Damn. Uh, yeah. I literally rolled, like, how like how much like Korik respects him now and Korik's just like damn he's good yeah so he says uh is there anybody so the question he asked was is there anybody that she would be mad that would be mad that you promoted her over them Ooh, that's a good question and he says uh yeah yeah there's a couple of people a lot of people work at the cottage actually hmm. uh he kind of he's kind of thinking back to all the people at the cottage and he says um there's, there's, there's a couple of people. There's, there's some barmaids that would be a little mad. It's probably two, two barmaids. Yeah. Why? Why are you asking? And he says, uh, that I'm the one asking the questions here. But uh, I can tell you that my partner thinks that one of her, one of the guys at the bar that fell for her and and beat her with the thing. I think there's something to do with that. But I sense a little magic going on. I feel like the way that guy walked in the recording, not normal. And the brutality. If he didn't know about you. I don't know why you would do that. If he did know about you, I could see why he did what he did. But if you really didn't tell anybody and she didn't, then maybe there's more going on here. And the guy says, uh, look, I didn't tell anyone and I never would. And 
he says that, and then your buddy insights him. You can do an insight. I shall insight as well. What'd you get? That is a 19. Total. Yeah, he is telling the truth. He would never tell anyone, and he knows she wouldn't. So as far as he knows, she didn't tell anybody. So nobody knows. They kept it tight. Like, they didn't tell nobody. So why would this guy be so fucking angry? So he says, yeah, I think there's more going on. You think it's one of your barmaids? I'd like to talk to them. Do you have their names or where they're at? And he says, uh, yeah, I can take you to the to the cottage if it's going to help. Because I all I want is for her to be okay. So I can take you to the cottage and introduce you to all these people if you need it. Okay, then let's do it, man. Let's go. There's nothing more I need to ask you. So we've been done for a while. But I think I know what's going on. Actually, I'm going to ask one more person. Out of the two magic guys you know, which one do you think is better at the magic? And he says, uh, I think the shaman's pretty good. He says, okay. So he, he brings the shaman in. Shaman Ingham. Uh, you're a pretty famous guy, huh? And the shaman looks at him. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm, pr- I'm very famous. Yes. He's like, so you know a lot about magic. He's like, yeah, I know a lot about magic. He's like, all right. So do you know anything about uh, charms, spells that compel people? Ooh. And he says, uh, yeah, I know a lot about that. Um, what is this about? Do you think somebody could cast a spell to make somebody do what they just did? To make that guy flail her? He says, uh, yeah, I mean, they'd be fighting it the whole time if they really cared. Uh, unless they wanted to do it, maybe they wouldn't, they would do it. But anybody would probably fight murdering someone. So they'd probably be walking weird. And I don't know, they'd be fighting it. You could probably see it if you look close enough. Can you look at this recording real quick? And he plays the Arcane Eye recording for him. <laughs> and he's like, you can see him looking at you in the, in the window. Like, he knows you're there. He, you, you can't, he can't even see you, but he's just like looking at the wall to be like, fuck you, I know. Damn. <laughs> he's like, to both Damn. you and the chief. And the, the captain looks at you and he's like, dude, that, this guy's actually really, <laughs> really good. I'm like cold in his beady eyes. Yeah. He sees more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he looks at me, he's like, look, I've served with a lot of kobolds, man. They're, they're hardy dudes. They might, everybody thinks they're weak. There's some hardy guys. So he, he looks at him and he says, all right, is this person magically compelled? And he says, I, yes, I think so. I would, I would, from what I can tell, yes. Would you sign something that says that? And would you show up in a court to prove this? Like, would you be an expert witness? He's thinking about the fucking trial later. Yeah. You know what? I like Sasha. So yes, if she's alive, she'll definitely like me more if I defend her. So fuck yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Sip. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And he's he 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 says, "All right then, sign this thing. I'll be right back." He walks out to you guys in the room and he says, "Uh, so guys, uh, I think I got it. I think we need to go to the cottage." Uh, do you say anything to him or do you treat him the same way? <laughs> I'm gonna roll. Just see. Nope. He's gonna be like, "Yep." Uh. <laughs> So he says, we need to go to the cottage. Yeah, he says, we need to go to the cottage. And he walks in after he just got, like, an expert witness, proved his theory. Like, yeah. he might be right, but you're still pretty, like, you know, a, a hard-headed guy, right? So you don't know if you well, you changed your mind. Question. Is the tavern or the cottage, is it north of the bank? The yes. The way the culprit went? Then I will say, fine, let's do it. But on the way, let's look for evidence of where the culprit left. Okay. Because I'm more focused on finding the criminal. Yeah, we need to find her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're like, we need to find her, and he's he's like, we need to figure out who did this so we can find her. He's thinking two steps ahead, and you're thinking one step. You're like, we can find him, 
if we find him all that matters is finding her like you care about her safety more than he he's he's here he's trying to solve the puzzle yeah and you look at him and you almost think he doesn't care whether or not she lives like he's clearly doing this just to solve the puzzle you know some cops are like that he keeps distance mm -hmm. he doesn't he doesn't care which is maybe a better way of doing it but you care about her and you want to save her because you've heard a lot about her so that's the difference between the two of you so you head off to chase after this guy you now know things on the map you were in Westcliff, the rich neighborhood in the very very fancy bank and you are now sending your way up the road north to the lizard folk reservation now on the way there are several locations in the lizard folk reservation there is a place called Docktown and a place called green lake the cottage is in a place called green lake which is like a small little town of three islands that the lizard folk live in in the reservation and um the way there you're going up the road and there's a turn so you're in your carriage with your bro right mm -hmm. uh before you guys leave your captain looks at you and he says uh all right well um that's some good detective work uh, but we need evidence guys you need to find this girl now we have people looking all over the reservation for her and around block cliff this entire area but this does cross the border so there's a lot of jurisdiction issues so i don't know if we're gonna find her i don't know if the fucking human cops are gonna give a shit so keep your eyes out see what you can find let me know and he gives you uh you have like a walkie-talkie to like a sending stone that you can all speak to each other with you go up the road in your carriage and you go by these massive huts where the shamans hang out. Um, some of them live here, and it's it's not the super religious place. It's just where they live normally when they're not doing shaman shit. So you have a turn. You can go north more, or you can go east towards Green Lake. And your partner is like, all right, we should go to the ca cottage. It's a Green Lake. And you're like, we need to find her. So the evidence you have so far is that he headed north, and you went north. So you don't know okay. if he kept heading north, if he went west, or if he went east. I will roll investigation to see if there's right. anybody that walked off the beaten path. Okay, yeah, you're going to check for tracks. You get out of the carriage. You'll be like, stop the yes. car. Yes. All right, do it. Natural, 19, so that's 22. Oh, my God. Okay. So here's what happens. You're in the carriage with him. You're riding down the road, and he's like, all right, I can't wait to prove my theory. And then you see trees broken down in the woods, mm -hmm. like somebody went through a pathway, like they went that way, like small little twigs are broken, and with your tracker eyes from being a spy out in the field for so long... You can just yeah. tell that somebody was there. Yeah. Cole, do you see what I'm saying with your bulgy little eyes? He says, um, can you stop talking about my fucking eyes, dude? It's inappropriate. <laughs> he's like, let's, let's, stick, let's have some level of professionalism while we work yeah. together, shall we? Yeah, so, but you say that, and he's like, yeah, I see there's some trees broken. It doesn't mean it's him. We really should, we shouldn't be focusing on following their path. We should be focusing on figuring out who did this so that we can figure out where the, he's hiding her. Cole? You're going to take your chances with your theory? Well, I'm going to take your chances with mine. All right, and fine. I'm going to hop off. Fine. And I'm going to go and check. And I'm going to be like, and you weren't a spy for several years. He says, you don't know me. <laughs> and you can no, tell he's not, not he wasn't a fucking spy. I'll tell you that. Kobolds weren't nosy. spies in the war. He's fucking nosy is what he is. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to call him nosy. Just like the idea of the quirks, just like, God, you know what? If you're not going to make me like comment about your eyes, I'm going to comment about your nose because you're so fucking nosy. Yeah. And you get out of the carriage and you're going to leave. And he's deciding what to do. He's like, do I split and go investigate on my own with the guy who's the witness that's in the cart with you guys too? Or do I get off the path and go help my bro? And he got a 20. Damn. So he's like, I know what's good for this case. I know that if I go there, I'll help. But I also know that they can wait. So fine. Fine. Finding her is more important. Maybe he's right. 
So he gets out of the carriage and he's like, wait here. There's another cop in there with, with the witness or whatever. And he's like, I'll be right back. We're going to figure out what's going on here. And he follows you into the pathway. And he says, uh, all right, fine, fine. So what I, all I've noticed is that somebody walked off the beaten path. Yeah, so some, there's a big pathway and there's some curved roads that lead down into these, these cottages where people hang out, the shaman huts. But before you got there, when you're on the turn, there is a small little hole in the tree line right at the base of the road. And it kind of makes sort of a path. There's kind of a walking path that goes back into here. There's a different path into the shaman huts that nobody talks about. Like, this is like a hidden path. So as you're following this hidden path, Cold's looking at it with you and he's like, okay, I get it. All right, you're right. This is odd. Someone, someone cut a path through the woods. This isn't a normal path. And you're kind of following, and you see some blood on the ground. Roll, uh, roll investigation again, and survival. Yes. Okay. First, I'm going to roll investigation. Yes, natural 18, so it's 21, and then I will roll for survival. Yep. And that's a 9. Okay. With the 21, you can tell the direction that they went and where they went. Your survival check isn't so much great, but you don't really need to follow the tracks perfectly. You're just finding the blood on the ground instead of following footprints. Mm -hmm. So you follow the blood and it leads you into a back area of the shaman huts. So you're walking in and there's the shaman huts and um, you're in the tree line. Mm -hmm. In front of you is the hut and there is a little stairwell that leads underneath the hut right in front of you. What Mm -hmm. do you do? Now, technically, you're not allowed to go into these huts. Only yeah, shamans. Don't have a yeah, you don't have a warrant, and only shamans are allowed to go in here. Uh, but, and you know what? It isn't in the jurisdiction of the Azure Kingdom. It isn't in either. the jurisdiction either. It's outside your jurisdiction. But you do see blood on the ground, so you do have probable cause to go in there, but this isn't your jurisdiction. You're not supposed to be here. Uh, I, and another thing, too, is. You know she's in there. I, right, but Clark knows, too. Like, that could cause issues with on the, a whole with the case. Scale. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you can. If you go in there, you might be able to save her, but you might not be able to convict whoever did this. Okay, well, thank God I have boots of elven kind and a lot of stuff. And are, have, okay, so are you going to go I, in? I have to. You're going to break the law and go in to save her? I have to. What is? Let's see I, what Cole I thinks. also have advantage on dexterity stealth checks that rely on yep. movement silently, and I have plus 11 to stealth. I know. Well, I want to tell Cold, I want to be like, Cold, sometimes in our line of work, we have to cross the line for the greater good. And... I literally, like, Start stealthily walking. check out the app. So yeah. I'm going to roll with advantage because of my foods of all kind. Roll for stealth. And that is a 28 on stealth. Shit. I'm going into work. Yep, you're going in even though it's not your jurisdiction. And you, you could talk to people here. That's fine. But you can't, like, you know, be a cop here. Even, even investigating over there and talking to the people... Normally would be a no-no, but since there's someone missing, they're kind of okay with you, like, talking to a bartender's. Like, that's not against the law. But you can't arrest anybody there, you know? So you're heading in, and you're like, all right, I'm going to do it. And he looks at you, and he's like, fuck. And he's thinking, and he's like, I'm his partner. I'm the one who's supposed to keep him in check. That's the whole point of having partners with cops. If I let him do this, it's my fault, too. But she might die. Fuck it. We'll, we'll save her. <sighs> but I, don't, I, might, I might have to tell the chief. And he follows him. He follows you in. Cold. Uh, 17 plus 3. 20. 29. 
okay. without any magic oh. shit either. This is just his normal stealth. He fucking sne sneaks after you. Kobold's a kobold. Yeah, kobold's a kobold. Fucking sneaks after you. He grew up on the streets, man. He knows. So you guys go in, and here's the shaman hut. It's a basement of the shaman hut. And there's steam rooms where they go and hang out, and locker rooms where they go and change. And there's a little, another stairwell that goes down even further. Now, in this place are a bunch of lizard folk. So, roll stealth again. Okay. You got in without do anybody I, seeing you, but... Do I have advantage because I'm moving silent? Yes. I miss this old school method of DMing where I'm just using a, a whiteboard. I know, right? Okay. Well, you know what's, what I like about it is it's, it's helping me get more of an image inside my mind. Yeah, that's the theater of the mind thing, yeah. Yes. I might, we might do this for this podcast just to differentiate it from, uh, from D and me. I think I'm only going to do theater of the mind. Plus it's testing, right? So we're just figuring shit out so I can make shit up on the fly. I like that. So yeah, you walk in, uh, you got a 20, uh, what was it? 25? Yes. Yes. He got a 19. So you're both sneaking along, hanging out, bros. You're sneaking, you're bobbing, weaving through the place. He's sneaking. Let's see if they come out. Nope, 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 nope. They're all hanging out in the steam rooms. You kind of see through the doorway as you're walking through. There's a bunch of lizard dudes just hanging out naked with some uh, with some towels on, just letting it hang out. And you kind of walk in to the basement, the farther basement, the deeper basement. Okay. And you've clocked that, yeah, those guys are up there. So if you go back, you know they're up there now. So you come in, and you're in the basement, and there's a long hallway a very, very long hallway. And you keep following this long hallway for a while with him. And he's like, are you sure we should be doing this? As long as we're quick. If we save her, it'll all be worth it. But if we don't save her, if we get caught, then we're fucked. <laughs> Lord Gushgar is going to have our heads. Yeah, we are literally going to be fired. Eternal Fears is going to fuck with us. Like They're going to take us down. I just imagine Cork just smiling from ear to ear. And he's like, that's what makes our line of work so much fun. Is that risk. <laughs> It's like, that's not why I'm in this, man. I just want to solve some puzzles. But okay, fine. I just like doing what I love. Yeah, so you walk in, and there's a little turn, and it seems like this is like a drainage ditch for all the water for the steam rooms. Like, it, they heat up stuff, they heat the water, oh, and then this is where all yeah. the runoff goes. This is where the drains lead. Interesting. So you walk through, and you see, chained in the corner, the beat-up, injured woman, Zacha. Ooh. laying in like a pile of juices and goo from runoff like unconscious and she's chained to the wall there's nobody else in here what do you do i am going to roll investigation to okay. see if she's still alive yeah. but from a safe distance obviously yeah medicine would be on her but investigation is like you're looking and you're like it would be perception if you don't touch anything oh then yeah perception I have expertise in perception, and I still get a 10. I got wow. a 2. How? Okay. He looks, and he sees her, and he's like, she's alive, man. He says, I have an idea, but I can't believe I'm saying this. Fuck. Okay, what if we just set her free, right? We undo the chains, we wake her up, and then we leave. And as long as she doesn't see our faces or talk to us, she'll get out on her own, right? I feel like there's too much risk. Yeah, but... Because she... Hmm. Yeah, what do you think? I think if we just so, break her chains, you know? Anyway, what do you think? I We can't do that, because if we do that, because of how helpless she is right now, 
I don't think she has the skill slash the constitution to break herself out. So if we break her out, then one, she's going to be even, even more danger, and two, our culprit's going to be wary because they know that she's getting some inside help. Okay. So we have to leave her where she is, but now we know where she is. You think and we should we leave know, her here? I don't think... You're the one who wanted to save her more than anything, and now you're going to leave her here because you can't get the guy? Damn. You're colder than I, I thought. I, I thought I, I was cold. Rather, <laughs> I would much rather we, we wait and lay a trap and see who it is. Oh, you want to catch them here? Yes. Well, if we catch them here, then we're not going to be able to arrest them. We're going to... You want to just fucking kill this person? I thought this was about saving I, her. We're not doing yeah. vigilante cops. We're not killing people. We're not vigilantes. We're cops. I never said I was going to kill him. I just... If we I, catch I him, I want to figure it out who it is. You just want to... You want to cheat and solve the equation without actually figuring it out? <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay... I mean, if that's what you want to do, we can do it. But I'm saying all what? we have to do is break her chains. We could even pick her up and drop her in the woods if, if you wanted her to be safer. We could take her right now, go to the woods, drop her. And then when she wakes up, she finds our carriage. And we reunited the two of them while we were just looking in the woods like idiots. Oh, we found the girl. We could, you could wait and see who it is. There's nothing wrong with you uh, seeing him. Like you could figure out who it is and wait here after we take her, and you'll just see him like, get pissed take, off, right? Fine. We'll compromise. You can break her chains. She can go free. But I'll wait here. Okay, fine. Perfect. I will save her. You stay here to figure out who it is. Mm -hmm. Teamwork. Just know, if you get caught, I can't say that I was here with you. I'm pretty good at keeping a low profile. Okay. My track. Don't get caught, then. I'll save her, but don't get caught. You'll never know I'm here. Okay. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> he, he, a foreshadow. Yeah. <laughs> He, yeah, he breaks her free. <laughs> he picks her up. She's pretty light. He's actually surprisingly strong for a kobold. He's a swobold. Yeah, he's a swobold. He he drags her out. He's, Hold on, I got the perfect picture. He carries her, but then he gets all weak and tired. Yeah, send me the picture. Do you know swobold is a creature in uh, Tom of Peace? Really? Yes, let me show you. It's an actual... Uh, here you go, swobold. Which, which chat is it in? Is it in Discord? Yep. Okay, let me... Uh... Oh, yeah, there he is. That's him now. Damn, he's buff. That shows how fucked up the racism is, that he's this buff-ass dude, and you're still, like, he's a kobold, though. Yep. Damn. Damn. Racism. Racism doesn't rock. No, it does not. All right, so, yeah, he lifts her out. He gets out of here. He's the fucking coolest kobold in the universe. He fucking takes her out. Um, Called the coolest. Yeah. He takes her out, and he makes it to the woods. You don't see what happens, but I'll say to the audience what happens. He drops her in the woods. He walks back out, and he says, uh, yeah, we're still looking in the woods, he says to her, you know, her boyfriend or whatever, as the witness. Mm -hmm. He says, he's out there looking right now. I'll see if I can find something. I think she might be here. And he's looking around, and then he finds her, and he, he takes the guy with him. He's like, hey, help me look, he says to the head chef guy. He's like, help me look for her. She might be out in the woods here somewhere. She might have gotten away from him. So they're running around looking, and they see her. The boyfriend finds her. Like, he leads the boyfriend to the body, but doesn't find it himself. He has the boyfriend find her. Boyfriend finds her. He's like, I saved you. And now there's no proof that you guys broke the law. Nice. You better not get caught. So how long do you wait? Because he's going to leave I'm, then. I'm going to roll a stealth. Just a normal stealth check. Okay. Natural 20. All right. How long? I am, I am fucking hidden. Okay, where do you hide, and how long do you hide? Okay. 
So... Do you want to hide in the hole where the runoff is, or do you want to hide in the basement or or outside or what? I want to hide where she was. Okay. Like I wanna, I wanna see who shows up and it's like fuck. They're gonna see you then though if you're hiding where she was, even if you're perfectly hidden. Or are you like hiding in the water? I'm gonna either hide in the water or I'm gonna hide in the ceiling. Okay, which one? You want to hide in the ceiling or the just, water? I feel like water would make more sense for court because okay. I feel like hiding in the ceiling is like very like ninja. He's okay. not like a ninja. Yeah. He's just a spy. So, so yeah, I'm gonna literally yeah. do like the tube, the the reed tube in the water. It's so gross. You really want to know. You're desperate. You you crawl into the waste, the runoff of sweaty, gross lizard men that's just been congealing for weeks, and you just sit in this pile of filth and wait. All you hear is just. <laughs> the read too you're trying to breathe you wait for two hours oh my god and then someone walks in you got lucky this could have been like an all day thing oh yeah you could have been waiting in human filth for an, a day but you left he left by the way like he took the girl and the guy that was the plan he took them and he left um and back to the station and everything like he saved her he brought her to the doctors and they're like keeping her safe and everything so they're off doing that and you're like waiting in a pile of human filth. So like he's sitting in a waiting room and you just hear like da 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 like some bard in the corner is playing music for the waiting room. He's like da 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 and then it cuts to you yeah. and you're like the bubbles. Read, the read, just the read tube. Yeah. And he's just yeah, he's just like Alright, then you see him. He walks in. The culprit, nobody else would be down here. He walks up. And you see a lizard folk man walk in with a black with with uh, lizard folk robes, like he's in a full uh, fancy attire and everything. Ooh. You see his back, and he looks at the chains, and he's like, "Fuck!" And he turns his head. Roll a perception check. The moment of truth. Don't tell me that's what I think it is. It's a nat one. I didn't fucking see his face. <laughs> he turns his head. You don't see him. He's starting to walk away. What do you do? Do you get okay. out of the water and look? What do you do? Like he's walking away. I throw my reed stick across so that he turns again. Yeah, so you throw the stick you're using to breathe. Yes. Okay, so you can't hold your breath for... What's your constitution? God, my constitution is 14. Okay, so you have plus... You can be underwater for two minutes. Okay. So you you throw the stick, he turns, he sees... He's, he's looking... Okay, do I get a clear shot of his face? Yeah, the roll of perception check. God, please don't be another nat one. Yeah, you have expertise <laughs> in perception. Why don't you be another fucking that one? Oh, this time it's a fucking 11. All right. It's not as bad. With an 11, he got a 2. You see his face. He's not hiding or anything. He turns to look at the reed, and he doesn't. he's like, why the fuck? What? And he sees a reed that you pulled from the woods that you were using to breathe. Oh, no, it's a wooden reed, right? So you had that in your pocket yeah. then from your spy yeah, it's days? Like a hollow, it's like a hollow reed. Okay. Um, yes, it is a reed that I use... Yeah, with my equipment. It's from your spy days. Yeah. Yes. Like back in the day, you learned this trick in the field. This like that you have this little piece of wood that you can breathe through when you're in the water, and you kept yes. it. So you threw your personal thing that you cared about, and he finds it and he picks it up. He puts it in his pocket, and he's like, "Weird, maybe." And he's like, "Hmm, somebody with a reed broke her out or something. How did she get out of here? She must someone must have broken her out." And he walks away. He's gonna look for you. Actually, he's gonna look around the room. Roll stealth, he got really good. I'll tell you right now, he got a 15. Okay, well, I have bad news. 
What is your stealth? I rolled a fucking 13. Ooh. And that was my minimum. Damn. He sees so the like, water. I would like something. to say he looks at the water and he just sees... He sees bubbles. Bloop. Yeah, because yes. you're breathing underwater. He sees bubbles in the water. He's going to go closer. What do you do? Do you go... I'm going to stealth again, but with disadvantage. Okay, you can go deeper, yeah. This is a whole lot large pit, by the way. This is I rolled Snake off. Eyes 13, so with disadvantage, I still got a 24-ounce stealth. Okay, so he comes up to the water. He takes your stick, and he's, like, poking it. And you see he's holding, like, a staff, and he puts his staff in the water. And yeah, uh, I get a good look at the staff. Yeah, you see the staff. You saw him, too, right? You did the check. Okay. You, you succeeded. You saw his face. Was he one of the shamans I No, he's someone else. I'll tell you who he is in a what? second. What? Okay. You're, you're looking around... And uh, the audience doesn't recognize him. Like, if this was a cop show, they're like, who is that? But you know who he is, but I'm not going to tell you yet. So you go deeper into the water. You are swimming in human filth. You've been in there for a minute, and you're running out of oxygen. And you're about to have to open your mouth and swallow all this goo from all these men. <clears throat> you know, people like to bang in these things, too. So, I like to think that he's just holding his nose yeah, you're just, and his mouth. And he's like, human filth. His, his like, eyes are bulging. Bulging like fucking cold. It's dude, a literal cesspool. Like, like that's what this is. Yeah. This is an actual cesspool. This is all the runoff from the from this things goes through a little river of water that goes into this massive hole here. There's like a pipe that goes through this whole room. And this is the hole where all the water goes. And if it ever fills up, they'll just dig another tunnel. So you're in this filth. He looks through the water and he's like, hmm, weird. It's just bubbles, I guess. And he starts he walks away and he leaves. You are underwater. I need you to roll athletics to get out of there before you run out of air. Thank God I have proficiency with athletics. Fuck, I rolled an 11. Okay, you don't make it out in time. You open your mouth. <gasps> you swallow human filth. You climb out. You cough up on the ground. I literally puke my guts out. You're just gross. Look, you're just covered in goo. But you saw his fucking face. You know who it is. It is Chief Carmani. The third in line of the chiefs of the lizard folk. The head honcho. Like, he is the third in command of the entire place. Like, he's the... He's one of the main chiefs of the entire reservation. Okay. There are six people in charge of the reservation. He is one of them. Okay. And he's... He kidnapped this girl. Like, obviously. It's it's fact now. You even see on his belt, he has a hand-carved flail... He's fucking carrying the murder weapon around, like the, the, the weapon involved. He's carrying it around. He has the flail. He's the guy. Hmm. Clearly, he was obsessed with her, and he beat her with the thing, and you get out of the goo, and what do you do then? You, you finish coughing up for five minutes, and then do you just leave? Do you use the saunas, or do you just leave? Oh, no. I leave and try to wash myself off in the swamps. Okay, you run out into the swamp. You're trying to clean yourself off. I'm going to roll stealth again, by the way. Yeah, yeah, roll silently. stealth, yeah. Just to make sure I make, like, get out with no one noticing. Yeah. Natural 20. Yeah, you're so stealthy you make it out. Even though you're, like, squishing, your boots make it so you don't squish because they're magic boots. Yes, thank God. And also, but the only thing I would say is I reek. Yeah, I no, you smell horrible. Reek. Yeah. There's a trail of just, like, footprints. It smells like fucking ass in the sauna. It's just, like, no one <laughs> Yeah, the sauna is, like, disgusting. It, it briefly smells like someone tore ass in the sauna. Yeah. So you walk down the hallway, you walk out the door, and you go into the woods, and you're, like, running around in swamp goo, trying to clean yourself off. And you're just covered in goo, and now you have no way out of here either. You're just trapped here on the road. So you have to walk down the highway covered in waste. Do you wait, or do you keep walking? 
You're not um, that far from the town. You're, you're like like I'm like two miles away. Since I'm washed off and I no longer smell like like lizard butts, I'm gonna yeah head towards the cottage. Okay, towards the cottage or towards the towards the city, like to the because you got he took he take them back to the station or something. Oh okay, wherever uh, yeah. I was supposed to meet up with Cole. Yeah okay, so you you walk south and you're walking down the highway for an hour straight and you're walking and walking. It's it's a it's a while because you know you 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 finally cross the border. You see the sign that says "Welcome to Westcliff." It's like a really fancy sign, and then when you cross it on the other side, it says. Uh, Lizard Folk Reservation, go away. Painted on the side, it just says, go away. And then a cart pulls up, and there's a nice, nice Lizard Folk woman who stops her car, and she looks at you, and she's like, it's an old woman, and she says, Sonny, what's wrong? You look disgusting. What do you do? <laughs> do you tell her you're a cop, or do you just say, hey, can I have a ride, or what? Or do you just keep walking? Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I went swimming in the swamps. I'm an aerobic swimmer. Ah, roll deception. <laughs> oh my god. 17. Oh my god, she believes she looks at your at your body and she's like, "Oh. Well, yeah, that's how I stay so slim." Yeah. Okay, you need a ride? I would love a ride. That would be lovely. All right, you get in the back and you kind of squish onto the chair. You don't have a towel or anything. So you're just staining her carriage. And she's like, "Where do you need to go?" And you basically say like, oh, "I need to go back to the city." Yes. Um, she takes you from the north down to the city, and you are now in Westcliff. You go back to the the, the bank. Uh, there's still a car there, and then you can get in your your the car you came in, right? Your carriage. Yes. And then you ride back to the station. Do you go home, or do you go to the station to clean off? I'm gonna go to the station to clean off. Okay. So you go to the station, I, you go into the locker room, and you just fucking shower for like how long? Definitely for at least like a solid half hour. All right, you shower for a half an hour in the locker room. You clean yourself up. You're finally clean. You still don't know if there's still shit in your hair somewhere or something, but you feel clean enough, but you went through an ordeal. But you know yes. who it is. Now you just have to prove it. Yep. So, I say, can we take a break now? Yes, we can take a break, and then we'll come back. Actually, I think this is a good place to end the episode, so this will be a two-parter. Oh. All right, let's do it. Uh, yeah, so everybody listening at home, I hope you enjoyed the first thing of the crime. Uh, I thought we'd have to roll multiple crimes. Hell no, this is one crime. This is literally a cop show. This is awesome, dude. Do, 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 yeah, do. this is... Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. That's Law and Order. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Wallhaven PD. We'll be back. Next week, can they prove it? We'll see. But yeah, this is a good place to stop. I'll be right back. Uh, let's take a break for like uh, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes. What do you think? Sure. I think 20 minutes will work. All right, 20 minutes, and then we'll come back. We'll finish it, and then I got to go to work. All right. Sounds all right. good. Um, stop your recording. I'll stop all of mine so I can save and make sure we don't lose anything. Oh, I forgot to record. That's my <laughs> fault. Hey, it's okay. I got your recording right here. Cool. All right. Boop. Boop and boop.